Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hey, hey, hello, hello, and welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. Thank you for being here. I'm Katrina Fava, your host of Messy Adventures. Um, so, have you been here before? Do you know what this is about? Um, have you played with us before? Would you like a little bit of information about what Messy Adventures in Living is? Um, so, Messy Adventures in Living was created a couple of years ago almost, coming up two years this fall, um, from a space of embracing embracing everything I ever judged myself for and looking at how I can create something with it um, and how I can um, begin to consider being messy in this case but it doesn't really it's not really about being messy it's more about embracing that thing that you judge about yourself so harshly and embracing it as maybe a capacity and looking at uh, instead of your wrongness, is it actually the strongest thing about you? That's kind of how this started, how Messy Adventures in Living was born. Um, I uh, had been a guest on a couple of radio shows and really loved it. And and um, the idea of having my own radio show was very playful and very light and very exciting. And when I started to think about what to call it, um, you know, me- the messiness just had to be in there, had to be in the title. And I'm uh, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to have ha- been on this, sh- been creating this show because it has created so much for me in my life. Uh, I've been able to look at all kinds of things that come up for me in my life and then talk about them. So, uh, you know, as the host of this show, I really don't consider myself to be uh, an expert in any particular topic. Not to say that I don't know things, but uh, really, when I create a show, it comes from a place of uh, just me looking at my stuff and inviting you to look at some topics as well and consider the possibility that everything we've ever been taught about a particular thing uh, may not be right uh, and or also may not be wrong and that, you know, we it's an invitation to a different possibility and it's an invitation to jump in and make choices without waiting for everything to be perfect and seeing what that creates and creating your life from that, creating your life from choice, um, choice without judgment, just choice, that's it, just choice, and then making another choice and seeing what that creates and continuing to create from the space of choice without judgment. That's what Messy Adventures in Living is really about, inviting you to choose without judgment and create your life from that space. Um, so on, I'm Petrina Fava. I am... Um, I'm a girl who does a whole bunch of different things. And, you know, I think I'm a person who more and more is just becoming willing to just choose and see what that creates and drop expectations, which is what we're talking about today. I'm a pediatric nurse. I have been um, almost 20 years very soon. Oh, wait, what's today? In a couple of days, I will have my... 20th anniversary of working at a place in Toronto called Sick Kids Hospital. I get the um, 
opportunity and the privilege to be present with families and children at some of their most vulnerable times. And I have received so many amazing gifts from them. Um, awareness is I've learned so much from from the kids that I work with. Uh, I'm a mom of three um, kids. They are 13, 10, and uh, just turned seven. They are wonderful. I was just talking with Keisha, my producer, in the in the chat in the green room about how they are always such a great source um, of topics for this show. Not exactly the source. They're more like little pokers, actually. They're little pokers. Um, and they bring up stuff for me in my world, and I get to talk about them with you on the show. Uh, I'm also an access consciousness, bars and body process facilitator. Um, access consciousness is a modality that involves some hands-on energetic um, techniques and also offers tools that you can use to change something that's not working for you in your life and or to create your life as greater. I always say that because I feel like sometimes we go and look for things that will make that will uh, eliminate the crap from our lives and make our lives better because, you know, maybe we have something going on on our life that sucks. And that's okay because it's okay to want to change something in your life. And Access offers tools to change anything that you would like to change. And it also offers these same tools for you to use to create your life as greater because it's not always about fixing. Actually, it doesn't have to ever be about fixing anything that's wrong because what if nothing is wrong? What if everything is just what it is? And what if instead of trying to fix your life, you could look at creating your life as greater? Um, I love these tools. They are really amazing. Um, if you would like to find out more about them, you can go to my website, PetrinaFava.com, and you can go to AccessConsciousness.com and um, check it out there. So we'll be talking a little bit about some of the tools on this show. <sighs> That's me. I also, by the way, create my own line of... Um, bath and body products called naturallyhappybody.com. You can check, uh, they're called Naturally Happy Body is the line and you can find them at naturallyhappybody.com or patrinafava.com. And in case you haven't noticed, I talk really fast. <laughs> so keep up because we're going to go. All right. So that's me. That's Messy Adventures in Living. Kind of a little bit. There's more and you'll find out by listening to the show. So what are we doing today? What are we talking about? Well, Today we're going to talk about expectations and how they will kill your life. Uh, the title of our show today is Expectations Kills Creations. So have you ever watched young kids create stuff? Right? They just begin. And then they just keep creating until they stop. There's really no expectation, no judgment, and no disappointment, just joy. So what would it be like... To create your life from that space, the space of no expectation, the space of no judgment, the space of no disappointment, the space of joy. Imagine going about your day wondering what would be fun to create instead of tackling a to-do list. You think that's unrealistic? Think that's unreasonable? Are you thinking, well, I would never get anything accomplished if I did that? So what if that's just an interesting point of view? What if you bought that lie somewhere, and what if it's not true? What if creating without expectation invites possibilities that you may never be able to conceive of with your mind? What if this, creating without expectation, what if creating without expectation would allow you to create more and to create faster? Are you ready? Are you ready to stop killing the creation of your life with expectation? Okay, so... 
what is this for you? Um, I really, this kind of just popped into my awareness just a couple of days ago. Um, and I have not really been thinking a lot about what I'm going to say <laughs> over the next hour. So I'm going to just kind of let this create itself without expectation. <laughs> uh, so, you know, what is this for you? What comes up for you when we talk about expectation? What, where are all the areas in your life where you have expectations? Uh, relationship, business, parenting, family, uh, your job, your life in general. What does expectation mean to you? So this is something that I've really learned a lot over the last several years, playing with the tools of access. Um, we really look at definition and labeling and how that um, kills everything, kills your creations. We, we, we look a lot at dropping definition and dropping labels because they are a limitation. When you define something, you limit it. When you define something, you limit it. And everything we do in life really is about defining, right? We learn to define everything. As, you know, you're born, you know, babies are born, they don't have any real reference points um, about what things are. They learn to define things because we teach them to define things. Oh, and, I mean, not to say that they're innocent, clean slates, because they're not. Um, but, you know, basically defining things is learned and we we build our reality on definitions and labels. And this is harmful. You know, it's it's not about making anything right or wrong. But if you look at it, you a limit a definition is a limitation. And why would you limit yourself by a definition? Why would you limit yourself at all? For what reason would you limit yourself? You know, what if there are, what if there's endless possibilities for something and by defining it, you just narrow it down to the lowest common denominator. So what have you defined expectation as that it actually isn't? And what do you think expectation isn't that it actually is? And everything that is, will you destroy and create everything that you think expectation is or isn't? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. That collection of words is the acts of consciousness clearing statement. Uh, it is you don't have to understand any of it for it to work. To work, it basically works on the energetic level. It takes everywhere you've stuck something, you've labeled something, you've defined something, and you've made it, um, you've made it a limitation in your life, and kind of gets at the energy and gets rid of everywhere it was created and everywhere it's destroying your life. That's a quick and dirty. If you would like to know more about what all of it means, you can find it at theclearingstatement.com. It actually has its own website. Okay, so what exactly is expectation to you? Um, let's. I like to look at etymology. Etymology is the uh, study of the original meaning of words or the um, the origin of words. And so I looked at expectation. I looked it up. I looked at, at the origin. And I wanted to kind of play, uh, well, let me tell you what it says. So expectation from like the 1530s is defined as anticipation and awaiting to await or to look out for, okay? So 
I did a radio show, I don't know, a long time ago called What is Your Waiting Creating? And I looked up the original meaning of the word wait, and I was fascinated by what I found. The original meaning of the word wait is to watch with hostile intent. It's just craziness when you think about the energy of this word. So when we're looking at words, we're not really looking exactly at meaning, or I'm not anyways. That's not kind of how I, how I like to play with this is to look at words and and what their original meaning is, is or was, and the energy of that word, and what has changed energetically about a word over the centuries, and what energies are held in place by these words, what what we hold in place with these words. It doesn't have to, but we tend to do this. We There is some energy uh, associated with certain words. And so waiting, if the original meaning of waiting is to watch with hostile intent, what gets created when you're using that word or when you are waiting? And so if expectation is an anticipation and a waiting and a waiting and a looking out for, it is essentially watching with hostile intent. So when you have an expectation, what are you watching out for with hostile intent? <laughs> right? How much hostility... How much hostile energy, how much hostility is connected to expectation? There's a tool in Access called the Light and Heavy tool. And the way it works is the truth will make you feel light and a lie will make you feel heavy. So anything that's true for you, not the truth, just what's true for you, anything that's true for you will be light. Whatever that means. Don't even go into trying to figure out what that means. Just It's just light. Whatever's true for you is light. And anything that's not true for you or anything that's a lie is heavy. So I invite you to use this tool just as you're listening to me speak over the next hour. When you hear the word expectation, is is that light or heavy? Expectation. Lightness in your world or heaviness? Waiting with hostile intent. Light or heavy. So not to say that the definition is a lie, it's just something about expectation is just really heavy for for me. I'll speak for myself. So who who cares? But who, what's important about this is that when you wait for something with hostile intent, what's going to show up? Connected so much of this is connected to judgment. If you have a judgment about how what you expect, so if you're expecting, sorry, let me just back up. If you're expecting something, is there any question in expectation? Is there any question about what else might be possible? Is there any sense of inviting endless possibility? with expectation. If you have an expectation, are you inviting possibilities or are you closing all of the doors with the, your judgments of what should be? Right? So we're not making expectations wrong. I really I want to get this across like I'm not here trying to make a word wrong or if you're if you are someone who expects a lot of things you're wrong. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just trying to bring something to light to shed some light on this thing that we do when we expect. 
and how and what that creates in your life. You can choose to expect things if you like, or you can question it. That's what I'm inviting you to now. Let's question our expectations and look at all of the places where they're not creating everything that we desire to have or not creating the life that we would like to have. So expectations really connected to judgment, really connected to closed doors, not really an invitation to possibility. So would you be willing to drop all of the expectations you've ever had of anyone, any person in your life, any relationship in your life, any creation in your life, your job, your business, your books, um, your garden, <laughs> I don't know why that came up, your garden, your pets, your children, your husband, your wife, your friends, your relationships, anything that you're creating, would you be willing to just drop your expectations of them? So, and th- and that brings me actually to point about dropping expectations because what does that really mean? So you you may hear a lot of talk about don't have any expectations and you won't be disappointed, right? How often have you heard that? Don't have any expectations and then you won't be disappointed. And that's not what exactly what I'm inviting you to. I'm inviting you to something different with expectation. What if dropping expectations is not what you think? What if it's something else? We're going to talk more about that when we come back from break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living today. We're talking about expectations kills creations. We'll be back soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. 
You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more messy adventures. Yes, more messy adventures right here. Messy adventures in living. Welcome back. We just take a break from our show today. Expectations kill creations. So, uh, in the spirit of this show, I have absolutely nothing prepared, which is awesome. Uh, more and more, I like doing my show that way. <laughs> um, okay, so just uh, having a little chat in the chat room about uh, expectations and what. So, what are some examples of things that you? expect or that you have expected from others and from your creations. So uh, what we have in the chat room is um, uh, I expect people to choose my creations. I mean, I think they're brilliant and a contribution. So why wouldn't anyone else? I love that so much. Thank you. I totally have that going on. Um, and uh, I have done big, big expectations about how a job should go only to have it go totally different, of course. Yeah. Um, and thank you for that also, because I looked up the word should in the etymology online dictionary. And I found this uh, from the 12th century. Uh, the original notion is of obligation. Should is obligation. So if your expectation is a should, then you it means that you have um, you're putting an obligation on someone. And how many people do you know who love to meet obligations? Like how many people do you know? I mean, if you're listening to the show, I pretty much guarantee you you're somebody who is not interested in obligation. And you're, pro you're probably someone who, if someone tells you you should do something, you're going to turn around and do the total opposite with your middle finger up. <laughs> so how many people do you know who love to fulfill obligations, right? I don't know, family obligations. Like how many people do you know who love to go and visit their family out of obligation and guilt? Obligation is not really fun. Most people don't enjoy obligation. How much can you create from obligation? Or how much gets created from obligation? So if you are pushing and projecting obligations on your creations, what how are they going to respond? Right? Not just people, because your creations uh, are um, are entities, right? They have their own life form. And so how much are you pushing obligation and expectation on your business, on your books, on any, uh, any of your creations, anything that you're putting out there into the world? A ton, right? A megaton. Because just like um, someone said in the chat room, of course, why wouldn't they choose this? This is awesome. And um, sorry, and yeah, when you think about how something should turn out, that's a lot of judgment, and judgment starts slamming doors closed. So I just want to talk about, I love this comment so much, because um, how, of course, people should choose my creations. I mean, they're brilliant and a contribution, and why wouldn't anyone else? I have, this is something that's been going on for me 100%. Over the last several years, as I've begun creating a business, uh, I the first business venture I ever took was I learned to teach baby massage, and um, about eight years ago, and I loved it, and I thought it was amazing, and I was like, oh my god, I can't wait to start teaching infant massage classes, like this is such a contribution to the world, and like 
this is going to be such a contribution to new parents and to children. Um, touch, you know, bodies love to be touched. Touch is amazing. I just can't wait to get this started. And I am just going to have people flocking to my classes because, of course, why wouldn't they? Because this is awesome. And then it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. People didn't show up to my classes. Um and I became really frustrated because I couldn't understand why no one would choose this creation. Because are you crazy? Look at how amazing this is for babies. And it can bring you so much peace as well. And you can connect with your child and you can bond and you can and and you can create this amazing relationship through touch. And why wouldn't you want this? Why wouldn't you? You should. You should choose this. <laughs> and that energy created a whole bunch of nothing. So anywhere you are projecting uh, shoulds at your clients because you know that your creations are awesome, and they are, it's not to say that they're not, but everywhere you're projecting what you would choose onto all of your clients if, you, if you're in business, and anywhere you're projecting what you would choose onto your partners in relationship or just people out there, you know, I would do it this way, so... Now I'm really mad when someone doesn't do it like I would do it. Everywhere you're, everywhere you're um, killing the creation of your life by pushing your shoulds, pushing your obligations onto your creations and the people in your lives while you just trying to create it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, so do we forget to ask our creations what they would like to do or be? Yeah, exactly. So... So if we're not going to expect, what else is there? You might be wondering. Well, if I can't expect, well, how can I? What else is there if I don't have expectations? So this is what this is what um, I've been looking at. What I have noticed: expectation dropping expectations seems to mean in this reality. Um, you know, often we think about if we don't expect, then we should never us um, ask for anything or never demand anything. We should just let it go, let it be what it is because, you know, if it's meant to be, it'll happen the way things are expected to be. Um, if you don't have any expectations and you don't ask anything, ask for anything and you expect nothing and just expect accept everything, then your life will be very peaceful if you don't have expectations and you never ask for anything, you don't expect anything, just accept life the way it is and all will be well. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's not, that is not, in my view, what dropping expectation is. It's not about expecting nothing and just taking what you get. It's not just about not having any expectations so that you can avoid disappointment, Right? How how often have you heard, if you don't have any expectations, you won't be disappointed? And it's not to say that that isn't true. But for me, that doesn't lend itself to the energy of dropping expectations. It's not about dropping expectations to avoid disappointment exactly. You know, it's not about expecting nothing and just hoping for the best. That's bullshit. <laughs> I... Oh my goodness, I'm in so much resistance to that. Hold on, let me pot and puck myself. <laughs> it's not about dropping all your expectations and then just hoping. Like, 
all of that energy of sitting back and waiting and hoping and wishing is such crap. Everywhere you've decided that dropping your expectations means you have to sit back and wait, which, by the way, means watching with hot gel intent. Everywhere you've decided that dropping your expectations means sitting back and waiting and wishing and hoping when it and and not creating your life. Will you please destroy and create all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine choice, boys and beyonds, right? Is it possible that if you're resisting dropping your expectations, like just in the chat room, somebody was like, yeah, I'm not really interested in dropping my expectations. You know, is it possible that have you decided that dropping expectations means sitting back and letting everything fall to hell? Or um, having the lowest possible expectation? So have you decided that you either, if you if you don't have high expectations, it means you have to have low expectations. Like what if none of that is true? Like what if both of those are lies? Why are we functioning from polar opposites? You don't have to have low expectations if you are dropping your high expectations, right? And if you think you have low expectations, you know, are you making that wrong? And have you decided that you should have high expectations for yourself, right? How often do we tell this to kids? Have high expectations for yourself. Get a good education. Get a good job. Like, don't settle. And nothing is wrong with that. Nothing is wrong with that. But when we push at our kids, for example, have high expectations for yourself. How much judgment is in that? And there's no question in judgment. And question is what creates possibilities. Right? Not judgments. If you and, and this is not just about airy fairy, you know, consciousness stuff. I think I love that I have my hands in energy and consciousness and science. You know? I love being a nurse. And also doing this stuff is all of this. I'm trying not to separate, but I love being a nurse and I love science and I love biology and I love the body and I love energy and I love consciousness and I love acknowledging that everything has awareness and consciousness. And I don't, I forgot where I was going with that, but (laughs) what? You know, you, you don't have to make these two things separate. Question is what creates possibility. That's what I was getting at. Sorry. So in science, in medicine, what I have watched um, scientists and physicians and healthcare teams create, and I watch what we create at work, where I work at a hospital, it, we function from question, right? Not always, not everybody, Lots of people in the medical field, I'm picking on them, but I'm picking on us, but lots of people in the medical field function from a lot of conclusion, okay? There's a lot of conclusion in Western medicine. But there's also a lot of questions. Scientists are people who ask questions. Questions are what create possibility. I worked with um, a physician who came on board our team when I worked on an inpatient unit uh, many years ago, who, he was a surgeon and he was interested in helping a group of infants who were born with something called um, short gut syndrome. So for whatever reason, they had a very, very small amount of bowel and were not able to absorb nutrients. 
and many of them died by their first before their first birthday. They had to receive intravenous um, nutrition called TPN, and it, this was very, very hard on their livers, and so they often died of liver failure before they turned one. Uh, it was quite distressing to watch. It was not pleasant. And this guy came along and... And sorry, and the, our our gastroenterology team treated these kids, and they they were trying certain medications and certain courses of treatment, and nothing was really working for a long time. And then this guy came along, and he was a surgeon, and he was thinking very differently, right? He he was he was a surgeon, so he was thinking about surgery. And basically, what he created was a procedure called the step procedure, where he was able to uh, create more surface area in these kids' bowels. And I know kids who are now 12 and 13 years old because of what he created, because he asked questions that were outside, a little bit outside the box, you know. Okay, clearly this is not working. So what else can we do here? What else that we can we create that's never been created before? And in being in the question of that, he created this amazing procedure that now kids are living Years and years and years beyond their first birthday. It's amazing. And so questions are what open you up to possibility. Questions create. Looking at the same thing, judgment, trying to do the same thing over and over again, expecting expecting something different doesn't work. Questions create. Judgments don't. Judgments kill creations. Questions create possibilities. And so that's the thing with expectations is that Around expectation is an enormous, it's, it, expectation is judgment. And so expectation will never create possibilities without questions. Questions create possibilities. Okay, we are going to take another break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We're talking about expectations, kill creations, and what else is possible with that. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? 
You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. We're talking about expectations, kills, creations today. We have some awesome stuff going on in the chat room, some good questions, which I'm going to address now. Um, just before we went to break, we were talking about um, how question is what creates possibility and judgment just slams the doors closed because the thing is when you judge something, right? And and judgment and expectation are pretty much the same thing. When you judge something, you only see you will only see what matches your judgment. So when you have a judgment or an expectation, you will only see what matches your judgment. Um there I found a really great quote um let me see if I can find it that I loved about more of a true energy of expectation. And now I cannot find it. Okay. Oh, here it is. No, that's not it. Um, Let's see. Where did you go? Awesome quote that I love. Huh. We were talking about how... Oh, here it is. We were talking about how um, dropping your expectation doesn't mean lowering them or like sitting back and hoping. And this is, I found this quote and I really loved it. It kind of is the energy of what I'm talking about. And it goes, it's by someone named Mandy Hale. And it goes like this. When you release expectations, you are free to enjoy things for what they are instead of what you think they should be. And I like that because it's not about, you know, not having any expectations and just backing off and letting whatever happen happen. It's when Releasing expectations for me is really about taking the judgment off stuff and just looking at something for what it is. Because when you take the expectation off and when you take the judgment off, you can just look at it for what it really is without judgment. And then, and then ask a question from there. So looking at some, enjoy, you're free to enjoy things for what they are instead of what you think they should be. So, you know, would you be willing to enjoy your creations for what they are instead of what you think they should be? Would you be willing to enjoy your creations um, for you instead of for who you think should want them? I don't know what that is. Let me just say it again. Would you be willing to enjoy your creations for what they contribute to your life instead of um, expecting that expecting what you think they should be to others? So, okay, and everything that is and everything that brings up and everything that doesn't allow you to enjoy your creations for what they are instead of what you think they should be or instead of what you think others should enjoy them for, will you destroy and create all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So, um, okay, so here, so let's... um, I get super excited in the creation part and then I get frustrated with the crickets. Yeah. Um, so what would it be like to have no point of view about what anyone 
whether or not anyone receives the contribution of your creations, because one um, part of what someone said in the chat room is, you know, my creations are created from the space of being a contribution. It's not as if I'm willfully or consciously projecting crap at people. You kind of need expectations to create something that matches. Okay, so, oh, matches. That's a great word right there. See, you. so you kind of need expectations to create something that matches. That's really interesting. So is that true? Do you need an expectation to create something that matches? But see, when you have an expectation, that's what you create. You're creating a match. And a match is a judgment. A match is not endless possibilities. You're looking for a match. You're looking for what you think is a match. But there's more than that, right? There might be some things that you know are matches. But what if there's something else that you can't conceive of with your brain that you're not inviting because you're looking for the match? There we go. So everywhere you're looking for a match with your expectations, instead of asking a question that would invite endless possibilities that are beyond what your logical mind can conceive of, will you destroy and create it all? Ha. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And the thing is, too, like, be willing to know what you know. You know that something is a contribution. I know that massaging your babies is a huge contribution. I know. I know what it's been for me. But I can't have a point of view about whether or not people will choose it. And I think that's what can kill your creation, is having a point of view about whether or not people should choose it. So what if you could create... See, there's so much resistance to this. So, like, where have we decided that it's not enough to create for fun? Where have we decided that we can't have a business if we only create from a space of fun? Where have we decided that money will not come if we only create from fun? Isn't that wild? Money follows joy. So everywhere you've decided that if you just create something for the fun of it, it will never turn into business, a business. It will never be profitable. It will never bring you money. And everywhere you've made money the end result of your creations, will you destroy and create all that? All of everything I just said. <laughs> right, wrong, get bad, pod, fuck, all night, shorts, boys and beyond. Sorry. Sometimes things come so fast. I'm like, I have, I just roll them all into one. So everywhere, again, you have you decided that when you create from the space of fun, that that's not enough. It's not enough to create like kids. A kid will just pick up a brush and start painting because it's fun. Kids don't really do obligation until they learn. But kids don't paint a picture from obligation. They don't paint a picture from should until we tell them to, right? You should color in the lines. You should draw a person and then your your person should have arms and legs. Why? You know, have you seen Picasso? Like, you know, your your house should have four walls. Like, kids learn it, but organically, when small kids paint for the first time, they just pick up their brush and they go. And they don't care if you like it or not. They're creating from fun. So every, have you decided that creating from that space of joy and from fun, just like a kid does with no expectation, with nothing attached to it, with no, with no shoulds, with no you should like this because it's awesome. Everywhere you've decided that that will not bring you money, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Yeah, creating from fun. 
if money follows joy and if money follows fun, like would you be willing to drop would you be willing to drop all of your expectations? Money follows joy until you start expecting it to. <laughs> so how much are you doing that? How much are you like, hey, look, man, I learned that money follows joy. So now I'm having joy. So now I should have money. So like, where's my money? Because money follows joy and I'm doing joy over here, but I don't see no money. <laughs> yeah, not that I would know anything about that. So everywhere you're doing that and everywhere it's killing all of your creations and all of the money that could be flowing to you, will you destroy not great at all? Right, wrong, get off like all my choice with me on. How and when am I taking the fun out of my creations? There's some somebody said something to me once about um <clears throat> a friend of mine was amazing at making cakes. And I said to her, Wow, you could you could have a business doing this. Like your cakes are beautiful. And she said, Yeah, but then it wouldn't be fun anymore because then I would have too much pressure. Right? And how much how many of us have that point of view? So would you be willing to let people down with your creations? Would you be willing for people not to like your creations, not to enjoy your creations the way you do? There's something about like, we think that because we would do something, other we expect others to be like us. You are you and someone else is them and you, they, you can't expect them to like what you like or to do it the way you would do it. And part of that is rightness. You know, it's like, I am right because I do it this way. You know, I make sure I leave my workspace clean for the next person who comes to work the next day. I make sure I tidy my workspace for the next person who's going to share my workspace. And so I can't believe that this person left their workspace in a mess for me. Yeah, because you know that it's a contribution to leave your workspace clean and tidy for the next person. Or you think, maybe they don't like it that way. And so you do it because you like it, because you know that it's a contribution to you to have your workspace clean and tidy. And so then you, what happens is you put that expectation on someone else and then you get angry when they don't reciprocate, when you could actually ask. So are you unwilling to ask for what you desire and instead putting expectations on people, right? How much do we do this in relationships? How much do we have expectations when we choose a partner, when we choose a marriage, when we get into a relationship? And is it from the energy of for knowing what you desire in a relationship? So do you know what works for you? Do you know what you're willing or not willing to have in your space? And that's great. But something gets killed when you turn that into expectation. So where are we bastardizing asking for what we desire, asking for what we know is going to contribute to our lives? Where are we bastardizing all of that by may turning it into an expectation and therefore killing it and then not having what we would like to choose? Yeah, at what point do I think I have to have expectations? Sure, because how much do we learn this? Like I said, like how much, how often are kids told have high expectations? You got to have expectations for yourself because if you don't, you're not going to achieve anything. Everywhere you've decided that you have to have expectations, because if you don't, it means you want you don't want anything for your life. You don't you don't desire to be great. You're just this low life with no expectations. Ugh. 
a little bit of energy on that. Everywhere you were told that if you don't have high expectations for yourself, it means that you are a loser. Will you destroy it and create all that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. There's a lot of stuff that we get projected as as kids about expectations, having high expectations or having low expectations. Okay, <laughs> how do I create and not expect it to contribute back to me? So what if you asked a question? So what if you, what is that? Expect it to contribute back to me. What did I say expectation meant? Should. What did I say should meant? Should, oh, is obligation. Okay. So, again, like, I would say just look at all of your expectations. Like, look at all of the obligations that you're imposing on your creations. And if they were free of your obligations, could they could they contribute to you? Are they trying to contribute to you and you're blocking them with obligation? Are you blocking them with expectation and should? So what kinds of questions could you ask then to invite, invite, not even invite, because I feel like creations are already trying to contribute to us. It's all our crap that's in the way. So what questions could you ask your creations? So, hey, creation, like, I'm sorry. It's kind of, I feel like I talk like this to my body a lot. You know, I'll be like, look, body, I have a lot of stuff in the way. And sometimes I ignore you. And so I have at times, this sounds like a bit of a tangent, but just hang in there. It's not. I have asked my body to override me lots of times because sometimes I will eat something that I know is not a contribution to my body and I totally ignore my body's awareness and my body's like messages to me and I eat it anyways. And so I started to ask my bo- say to my body, look body, sometimes I'm just dumb, okay? Sometimes I'm stubborn, sometimes I don't I don't even know why I do this. But would you please override me when I am like sometimes I'm just I know that I'm not listening to you. I give you permission to override me to show me where I am not listening, you know, so that you can contribute to me. So could could you ask your businesses and your creations to override you when you are being stubborn with your expectations? Like, would you be willing to invite them to that? You know, could, would you be willing to let go of a little bit of control and ask questions? So coming out of judgment, coming out of expectations is really easy if you start to ask questions. Um, You know, what are all of my expectations here? Write them down and cross them off. Enthusiasm. I keep hearing enthusiasm. Wow, I don't know what that is. We do need another hour. (laughs) We we try to start to determine where and how it has to go. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's control, right? We, we, We have a predetermined idea of how things are supposed to show up and then that kills possibility. It's like we have this spark of awareness. We know that something is possible and then we start um, driving it. We start directing it. So what would it be like to be in that space of the spark of the creation and and then be the space that would allow it to contribute to us, Allow, ask questions that would allow it to go 
to the greatest possible place. Coming out of expectation is really about looking at questions, asking questions. I know you're probably tired of hearing it, blah, blah, ask questions. But asking questions is what creates possibility. What are all the expectations that I have here? Yeah, misidentification and misapplication. That, exactly. Like, what have we misidentified expectations to be? And I, and where have we misidentified uh, expectations to be how we create what we desire? You don't have to shrink back when you drop expectation. You just have to do know what you desire, know what you would like to create, and then ask questions, and then not have a point of view about how it shows up, not have a point of view about whether or not anyone chooses your creations. That's their problem, whether they choose it or not. When you don't have a point of view about if someone is choosing your creations, that gives your creations the space to find the people who do desire to have your your creations, because they're out there. When you drop the expectations and allow your creations to invite those who want what you have to find you, they can find you if you drop the walls of expectation. They might be able to find you a lot easier. Wow. So much talk about expectation and judgment. So... Um, let's see, what other questions can we ask about expectations? What are all the expectations that you have in place about relationships, about um, parenting, about business, about creating your life, and would you be willing to destroy and uncreate every single expectation you have and everywhere you're using that to control and manipulate your life rather than inviting greater possibilities? Will you destroy and create all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Uh, because they don't match the expectation, they match the creations. There you go. That's just it. They don't match the expectation. They're matching the creation. Thank you. So they can find you more easily. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much for that, Keisha. That was the energy of what I was trying to get at. They don't match the expectation. So if you have expectations, then you're blocking the people from seeing your creation. Awesome, guys. Go out there. Look at all the places you have expectations and ask yourself if you're willing to drop them. And how can you create without expectation? How can you create from a space of joy and fun and not give a crap if anyone chooses them? And what if that's the way to have an even greater business and an even greater life? Thank you for listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We will be back next week with something else. <laughs> something else for you. Goodbye. Take care. Have fun. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. We'd love to have you join us again. Until next time, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.